read the athlete guide, which shameless, shameless plug when that gets yeah. out in the next three to four weeks, everybody listening to this podcast must read the athlete guide. Noted. Thank Why would you. you not? Exactly. You'd be surprised. I don't ever read it. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I like to wing so it. So much easier to just I like email to wing your question and then yeah, stress yeah. myself out <laughs> two days before. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of <laughs> Coaches on Couches. Bing! Slouches. We've got Caroline Norris and Erica Larson on the couch today. A couple of non-slouches. Non-slouches. Hard-working, mm-hmm. hard-working ladies here. <laughs> we are talking about the Ironman Memphis 70.3 da, da, da. race course and everything else there is to know about the, the race and the city and the uh, we already did this podcast once, but don't listen to that one. That one's wrong. It's wrong. It's changed since, since we, then. Every course has changed since then, so don't uh-huh. listen. Yeah. Strike, yeah. I'm not taking it off iTunes because it has been one of the best ones so far. So awesome. if you happen to listen to that, too bad. All right. So, uh, Caroline, tell everybody what your your role is at Shelby Farms. It is our cr- our crown jewel of yes. of Shelby County in Memphis. Yep. Uh, tell them what you got going on over there. Largest urban park in the nation. We're super proud of forty five hundred acres and forty miles of trails. Pain train. And train. train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't know that was a sound effect. <laughs> uh, we have a we have a graphic for the train actually. <laughs> If you don't, yep, you can scroll down there, Scrubs. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Thank yeah, you. Train. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it. Yeah, so. So I am the director of sales and events. So uh, it takes a lot of money to run our park, to keep it open and clean, green, and safe. We are cl- open 365 days a year. And so events like this, are what help keep the park open and the revenue that comes from it is what makes sure we can take care of our buffalo and make sure those trails stay open to everybody and we can welcome everyone to the park every day of the year. Absolutely. Erica, your your role with Ironman is race director, but it's there's probably a little bit more to it. Yes, it? there's quite a I'm bit more. Guess. Yeah, so as in a nutshell, I oversee the, all of the operations of the event. So working very closely with Caroline and her team at the park, uh, all the law enforcement involved, uh, local partners, um, teams, coaches like yourselves here, just managing all those pieces, you know, placing order, orders for tents, tables, all that fun stuff. Uh, parking logistics have been fun. So (laughs) basically everything and anything. Big question. We'll get there. We'll We'll get get there. there. (laughs) Uh, not, not to get ahead of myself, but but yeah, every, every single piece uh, that goes into this event, every single piece of the puzzle I oversee essentially. So yeah. So not not much work. No, just a little bit. I take a a lot of vacation. (laughs) (laughs) So are there any other events, uh, other big events that you're also working on? Yeah, so I'm I'm also the race director for the St. Jude Rock and Roll Running Series Nashville. It's a marathon, half marathon, 10K, 5K, one mile, and kids race. That'll be in November this year, November 20th. It's usually at the end of April, but 
Um, earlier this year, we didn't feel comfortable hosting because of COVID, so we postponed um, to November. Yeah. It'll go back to April next year. Okay. And then recently, um, I actually just took over as race director for um, the Carilion Clinic, 70.3 Virginia's Blue Ridge in Roanoke, oh, okay. Virginia. So, oh, wow. yeah. That's so a, doing all this stuff. Course, by the way. Yes, I drove it. I did not ride it. Let's be clear. But I did drive it, and it was probably the most gnarly bike course I've seen. It was. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, as soon as you say Blue Ridge, it's like yeah, oh, yeah. some elevation yeah. in there. It's beautiful though. Once you oh, get yeah. to the top, oh man, those views. Yeah. Yeah. There were. I had an athlete do it this year, and there were a couple sections, and he's very competitive, and I. And, some of the timing uh, splits. Yes. Where I saw him going like eight miles an hour, I was like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. I was like, either he's on a really steep climb or he's on a really bad day. It was just a constant <laughs> steep yeah. climb, but we had some some splits out there. For, we actually gave out awards, like the oh, fastest okay. uh, hill climbs. That was cool oh, nice. to incentivize people to get up. And yeah, it was cool. Cool. It's beautiful out there. So let's talk about Memphis. We, we have pushed for a race like this in memphis forever um so what what, like what were the main things that drove iron man to consider memphis honestly the the park like it's the park sells itself every time i go there it just gets better and better uh my bosses as they said when they first came here before i even ever saw it they called it the disneyland for triathlons (laughs) and (laughs) it's very true and and that in itself is it's, it's just perfect. You know, ev- most all of our event, except the 56 mile bike course is in Shelby Farms Park. So mm-hmm. um, that in itself is huge for us. It's huge for our athletes. It's, it's a one-stop shop. They don't have to worry about split transitions and yeah. what have you. And their family and friends can see them dozen times throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. So that, that was huge for us. And um, just getting in the market out in West Tennessee as well. Um, I think the closest one we have is, is Chattanooga. So um, wanted to bring it out here and, and enter this community. It's got to be one of the most spectator-friendly. I mean, I've worked for Ironman for about five years. I go to about 20 events or more a year. And this, I'm not just saying it as being biased. Like, (laughs) I mean it. It is, like, the best venue ever that I've seen for an Ironman event. Well, Memphis Travel does a lot of work to recruit and the Memphis Sports Council of Memphis Travel, they go out and they are selling Memphis and letting everybody else know in the racing world and the event world what Memphis and Shelby County have to offer. And so we're just really lucky that they plugged us together. Yes, yeah. it's great. I, I know there was a ton of work on their end to, to get even just get the conversation started mm-hmm. on getting the event yeah. here. Um, so like, like, few long-time Memphians here. Well, long. I'm not from Memphis, but I've been here. <laughs> I mean, since 07, that's a long time. Yeah, we've been here yeah, a long time. Live a long in one time. Spot. Uh, so, yeah. like, let's just throw out a few things that people can do, see, experience while they're here in Memphis if they're taking some extra time. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's there's Graceland. There's oh, yeah. Sun Studio. Memphis Zoo. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the zoo. Sure. zoo. The uh, Civil Rights Civil Museum Rights? was yeah. one of my favorite museums I've ever been to. Yeah, mm. yeah the really whole the Lorraine Motel and mm-hmm. the Civil Rights Museum is all right there. Mm. Um, I know that a lot of that stuff's downtown. Yeah. Um, but, get, you know, the I would I mean, obviously, the park is like the big thing to do yeah. outside of downtown. Yeah. Uh, Funston, do you have anything else? Any other big things that you'd recommend for I people mean, to do? I mean, I would recommend riding your bike. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do have a we do have a pretty significant green line greenway green line, structure, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you can you can basically get 
from downtown, go across the bridge, and then you can get all the way out to basically almost Collierville now yeah. uh, via Greenway, Green Line, and some bike path, you know, that sort of thing. So Yeah, there's there's just so much history in Memphis. So, like, mm-hmm. any, any history buff that comes to Memphis, there's yeah. so much you can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Um there's there we do have we do have a massive bass pro shop <laughs> built Huge. into a very massive pyramid yes mm-hmm. so if you drive yeah. the eighth town, wonder of the world actually yeah. is the bass pro in memphis if you're yeah. driving into town and you see a giant pyramid it is a bass pro shop yep <laughs> and you can go all the way to the top of it you can and there and by that point there will be live music uh lots of places That's all really over yeah. like yeah any kind of music that you want yeah. you're gonna find it downtown for sure beale street all that, all that stuff. There is music all the time. All you know, any time of the day. Um, we have like what 117 different barbecue restaurants. Wow. In in Memphis. I would Don't believe ask the that vegan. number. You're, you're looking at the wrong guy uh, over here. <laughs> we got some barbecue. Central coming. Barbecue has yeah. Uh, Portobello. Portobello, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. veggie yeah. burgers yeah. or something. I'm sure. Um, we we're running up on like I think we have nine breweries now. Yeah. If I'm if I'm right at this point. And a distillery. And a distillery. Right? Yep. Mm. Um, so there's there's a lot so going on. So for all you alcoholics, we got you covered. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a lot going on for when you want to celebrate yes. your hard earned yes. uh, result yep. yeah. at Mem seventy point three. So where's the um, like as far as places to stay, like everybody who asked me, I just say, look on Germantown Parkway. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywhere, you know, is there an actual like host hotel for the race? Do you want it? To, I was just she's already got it pulled up. It. Yeah, <laughs> the Ironman, uh, Ironman seventy point three, Ironman Memphis. Yep, Ironman seventy point three Memphis website. Yep. It is so helpful, and it's, it's got so helpful. yeah, it is. It's got the travel, and it's got oh, like you seven. You don't like getting yep. emails of questions that the information's like right on the front page of the website. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a dig. <laughs> okay, you can look there. Yes, Reference we it. we do have. Uh, there's not hey, like if an you official. Have questions about the part? Just go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> There's not an official events at shelbyfarmspark.com. There you That's go. It. That's Touché. it. There we go. <laughs> well, good. well, since we went there, uh, tell us about the park. Uh, what, like, what are, like, we talked about this thing being so spectator friendly. Like, what is there yeah. for people to do at the park while they're waiting for possibly um, eight hours for yeah. their loved one to finish this race? Well, uh, we've worked really hard um, with Erica to make sure that the roads can be somewhat open so that you can get into the park. So if you're local, you're used to coming in the main entrance, and that's where we'll talk about parking later. But the Mullen Station entrance, which is on the back side of the park, you can come in to there. And like we've got 20 lakes, and so Beaver Lake Cove, you could hang out there. We'll still have our kayaks and canoes and bike rentals. So you can kind of play in the park. The playground will be open. And the playground is one of the places that you'll be able to see. Yeah. It's right where um, the does it, it comes by twice. Yep. The run yeah. comes loops. by yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. And so you can like there's plenty of places to play. Yeah, the playground is pretty phenomenal. It's pretty my, great. My it's kids pretty great. have a ball every time we go. Um, we just opened two new, there's a bouldering rock and oh, wow. a new oh. nest that was closed for renovations before COVID. And it just okay. kind of, now we get to open everything. Nice. So it's even oh, wow. better. That's awesome. So there'll be, so you'll have the paddle boats on the backside there or 
Probably is not paddle. Too boat. late in the year. It might be a little too late in the okay. year, Aww. but maybe. Go ape. Go ape yep, will be open. They'll be there. Yeah, and they've got. Um, they're going to have some specials for. Yep, folks we're working too. with Go Ape and, and okay. getting them um, out in, out in front of our athletes. So you know, people with families. Most people bring two to three, if not more, people with them. So yeah. definitely something for people of all ages to do. And they've got axe throwing now, and yes. they've got a short course, so that like you don't have to do like the three hour really yeah. long, really tall course. So there's also do. the disc golf. So, yes. So yeah. Go Ape Go Ape is like the. Um, Ropes, ropes course, mm-hmm. zip line, ropes mm-hmm. course, all that stuff. Zip over the lake. You don't jump in the lake, but you can zip <laughs> over the lake. Gotcha. And, and then, like Brian said, the disc golf course, yeah. which is pretty pretty solid. If you're, mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could. And when does this go live? Because we may have. Hopefully, we're working on renovations to the disc golf course, and it might be done by then. So it'll be there actually a big challenge. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So, and on top of that, there's also some like running trails and mountain bike trails in the park. So if you're not in the race, but you're killing some time, you do a few loops of the Tour de Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's literally a ton to do at the park. Yeah. At, I'm pretty sure we, we missed half of it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, my job website. tonight. Just check the website. <laughs> it's all there. Just check the website. Just check the website. <laughs> uh, Okay, I say the same thing. Yeah. Just check the website. <laughs> Read the athlete guide, which shameless, shameless plug. When that gets yeah. out in the next three to four weeks, everybody listening to this podcast must read the athlete guide. Noted. Why Thank would you. you not? Exactly. You'd be surprised. I don't ever read it. I didn't think so. <laughs> I like to wing so it. So much easier to just I like email to wing your it question and then yeah, right? stress yeah. myself out <laughs> two days before. Yeah. I like to be really stressed out. You and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> So let's let's kind of dive into race week, and you know we'll, we'll try to we'll try to uh, take down some of the anxiety of race mm-hmm. week with with some general information here. So, uh, when can athletes start checking? Is it Thursday? Thursday at noon, we'll open expo. Yep, noon to seven on Thursday, and Friday from ten to four. Okay. Yep. And then uh, bike drop off. So you'll have to drop your bike off the night before. Correct. By six. 430. 430. I was wrong. Yes. 430. Yep. Um, and then Friday there will be a practice swim. Yep. Is, are, are you going to allow them people to swim the entire course or a portion of it? That's something we're figuring out with okay. our swim course team. Usually the you know the entire course is set by that time in the week, uh, but just something to confirm. Um, so TBD on that. Uh, but something to know that's really important. Everyone who wants to participate in the practice swim on Friday must check in on Thursday because we need you need to have your athlete wristband, you need to have gotcha. your timing chip, you need to have your waiver signed um, because we have to chip you in and out just like we would on right. race day. It's a safety measure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if whoever's listening wants to do the practice swim, got to check in on Thursday, 12 to chip. 7. Got to be chipped. Yep. All right. So, um, you know, as, so as far as like people coming in, for, for who have people who have not done an, an Ironman race, mm-hmm. The, to some extent, the whole check-in expo thing could be a little overwhelming. Sure. But literally, you walk up, give them your name, they check you in, you start going through the bag process, and then 
Are you directed through the expo after checking in? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, exactly. It's like Ikea, right? Essentially. (laughs) Yeah, and like sometimes we'll offer like alternate exits, you know, on the side of the barricades if you don't wish to, you know, go through expo. It's not, you're not forced to go from room to room per se, like in Ikea. Um, But yes, very straightforward, you know, bring your ID identification. The check-in process is a one-way flow. Um, So yeah, volunteers will be there to help everyone and answer questions and all that. So because you mentioned that, mm-hmm. like what, like right, right now, what's the, what's the status on volunteers? Yeah. So that's probably our biggest, biggest push right now, just to give huh? everyone an idea. We need 1300 volunteers for this race. That's a lot. Um, that's a lot. And yeah, so we're pushing really hard. Uh, volunteers, you know, we, we can't do it without them. You know, we're mm-hmm. only 50 Ironman staff. We can't be at every bike aid station. We can't be yeah. at the run aid station. So um, yeah, everything is on the Ironman 70.3 Memphis landing page on the website. And there's a volunteer opportunities tab. Uh, right now we're really looking for captains and the captain's a little bit more involved with the race. They work directly with Ironman staff. Um, we'll have like a dinner and a meeting during race week and they kind of help bring in volunteers say, you know, you're a cycling group, you know, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be the captain. You'll bring in, you know, 25 to 30 people that, you know, um, and, and, and volunteer. So definitely still looking for captains. We have a couple aid stations still up for grabs, which are really, um, fun opportunities for run clubs or organizations that want to be together as a team all day. Um, but yeah, definitely still pushing really hard for those. So what, uh, so if somebody's interested in volunteering or setting up a group for volunteering, just go to the, go to the website. Yeah, <laughs> go to the website. It's yeah. a common thing here. It's well, a common thing. It's, it's right on the homepage, so okay. you don't have to click around. It's right if you just scroll down after after you land on the homepage. It's under volunteer opportunities, and you can click it, and you can see a description and shifts, timelines, everything of everything that's available. And um, if there is someone that's interested in being a captain, our volunteer director, her name's Wendy Sullivan. She's fantastic. She's, She's local to Memphis. Um, you can email her and get more information about what it means to be a captain um, and get more involved. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there is an opportunity for the youngins. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about the Iron Kids. It's going to yeah. be so fun. And cool. now we know we have a bison coming. We're gonna yeah. have- <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So- that was just determined before we went yes. live here. This uh- is very exciting. <laughs> Um, so we actually just introduced like a, what we call a toddler trot. So it's going to be super cute, a little uh, 80 foot dash on our crawl. Yeah, you can yeah. That. That's about yeah. Daniel's size. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's an 80 foot little dash, which is super cute. And then we'll have a half mile. What's the age limit on that dash? I believe it's 39. Yep. Yeah. We'll get you in. I'm in. <laughs> just cut like 22 years off of that and you'll be good. Yeah, and then we'll have a one mile. So that starts at 5 p.m. on Friday. Okay. Yep. So uh, I'm assuming that everyone will just, they'll just register. You can register your kid like when you check in or? You, yeah, we'll have an Iron Kids booth in the expo okay. uh, where you can sign up. You know, if people don't see it online, but it, yeah. registration is open right now. It's $20. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, those are always really cool little events. Yes. And then the other thing I will uh, put in there that, isn't maybe not well known if you've never been to an Ironman race, but there's usually like a kids craft area where the kids can like make Make signs signs? and stuff like that. Like decorate their bibs with stickers and stuff. And usually like it gets, it's gone like quick. Mm -hmm. So if you have, if you plan on making a sign for your, uh, for your athlete, 
get there early. Yeah. <laughs> and parents can run with the kid too, one parent per kid. So yeah. that's also, we give them two bibs. So if the oh, parents cool. want to run with the kid, yeah. Yeah. If you think that your kids roll through craft supplies really quickly, just wait till you see a, yeah. an Iron Man kids, Iron mm-hmm. Kids corner. It sounds there. like pandemonium. Yeah. I'm picturing <laughs> yes. my kitchen table and what it looks like. After my kids do yeah. crafts, yeah, times one thousand. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, popcorn got got um suggested, and I said we're not we're That's not going to do idea. that. Uh, I don't think I don't idea. think popcorn is a very good idea unless all of us want to spend glitter, hours. If you do glitter, the geese would go crazy. Oh yeah, oh, the geese. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that would Swarming not swarming the course. Not, like yeah. goose poop everywhere. Yes, <laughs> like there will right be. There. Uh, all right, so let's let's jump ahead to the. The burning questions here. Where the heck is everyone going to park? Okay. All right, we'll, okay. we'll solve this for you. Yeah. We promise we have parking in the park for everybody. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be off of Farm Road, the main lots. Um, so that means you'll want to come off of Walnut Grove, which I know a question also has been, how do I get there? Uh, westbound traffic from Germantown Parkway to Great View Drive, the en- another entrance to the park, is going to be shut down on race boarding. Yeah. Because we'll have that's both. The course. Yes, that's the course. Yeah. So we're going to hard close that. Um, so you're going to want to come off of, uh, go north off of Germantown Parkway to Trinity or Raleigh Lagrange and come through Mullen Station. Station. Okay. Yeah. Well, ha- again, we're, this will be. And you on, can also come eastbound, correct? You can eastbound yes. East, eastbound Walnut Grove will be will be open. Just that westbound portion okay. um, of Walnut Grove, which you know, if people are staying in Germantown, they're going to yeah. want to go left yeah. onto yeah. Walnut yeah. Grove to get there. That will be shut down, but gotcha. we will have traffic impact notices going out. We will have parking maps, verbiage of the directions as well in the athlete guide, again, on the website. And for those that aren't <laughs> aren't from here, it's like yeah. two roads up. Yeah, it's very, it's not a massive so if you're, workaround. If you're no. coming from East Mems or downtown, you can just come all the way to Farm Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're, correct. If turn. you're from Germantown, Collierville, you just got to go up to Trinity and come take, take yep. the left and go on the Correct. Yep. Easy peasy. Exactly. Yeah. Now you know. a lot of people in there. Yeah, and there and there are ton, there is tons of parking. Yes, plenty. There is, more than there's enough. not yep. going to be a shortage of parking spots, Mm-mm. which is one of the best things about the venue is mm-hmm. you don't have to like park two miles away and trot your whole family in. I mean, if you par- even if you park on the back side of the park, uh, if you're near like the horse area mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm still not that far of a walk yeah. to the start. I will say for those who arrive early or late, depending on how the parking crew ends up parking the cars, it, it could from, from the parking lots on Farm Road to the transition area in front of Hyde Lake, the, the stage there, uh, it's about a mile. So it could be, yeah. you know, 15 okay. minute walk. So just account yeah. for that in your race morning timeline. Transition opens at 4.45 in the morning and we close it at 6.45. So uh, okay. just, just keep that in mind, that little yeah. bit of a walk. Yep. Good. A little bit of a warm up, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I don't think I've been to a, a a big race in years that you haven't had to walk. It's just like yeah. a concert too. Yeah. You know, you got to walk that many yeah. people. It's, yeah. It's too yeah. It's too many people. Lots mm-hmm. lots mm-hmm. of cars. Um. So let's kind of jump in. Oh, did did you want to talk a little bit about the the uh, tri club? Village. Yes, thank you. Yeah. That's also kind of on the parking note. So um, our tri club program um, and their staff connect with local tri-clubs within X number of miles. And we actually have dedicated a parking lot um, in the park for the tri-club village, thanks to Caroline and her team. So it's going to be, can you tell me which number of parking lot it is? Yeah, so if you're familiar with the park, uh, the north side of the park, we call it kind of the backside, Mullen Station, where if you were with us last year is where we had our drive-in movies. Mm -hmm. And so um, we 
it's not typically a parking lot. It's a grass bowl. And so that's where we'll be parking and having all of our, our village. Yes. Yeah. So tri clubs are welcome to come out, drop off, you know, a 10 by 10 tent, some chairs um, to cheer on the their athletes on the run course. So okay. The run course will go right by them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those tri clubs are welcome to park in that lot as well and just kind of hang out there all day long. How about camping? <laughs> that's a caroline question you see that van that when you pulled in you see that van yeah um, we haven't uh, we I'm haven't not, advertised camping no camping okay no camping no, no camping. fun at all <laughs> in that parking lot i mean just cars another parking just lot. cars yeah yeah all right on race day yeah, so yeah. another burning question is it going to be wetsuit legal <laughs> okay, where's John when you need him? Yeah. Okay, so obviously, you know, it's really, really, really hot right now. Oh, and yes. I know the water is about 84 degrees, which would not make it wetsuit legal. It actually would be... 89. It was 89? <laughs> okay, you... There you go. Closer to shore, but yeah. So that is a, uh, that we prohibit wetsuits when it's oh, that sure, warm. Yeah. Um, so obviously you guys know this, I'm sure as coaches as well, it's 76.1 is the, is the cutoff for it being wetsuit legal. And, you know, I've talked to the park cause they know it better than anyone. And I've talked to John, um, with their ops team and hopefully with it cooling down at night, you mm -hmm. know, closer to October 2nd, that the water temp goes down. We don't anticipate it being 83 or 84. We're aiming for mid seventies there. So it's, Kind of roll of the dice. Yeah, it's gonna be hit or miss. Yeah. It's uh, the um, the the weather. I actually looked up some historical weather data. Okay. Oh, oh, don't farmers, tell us. Uh, farmers uh, almanac over uh, here. I went La to my farmer's last almanac. Last year was great. <laughs> last year would have been absolutely of course it perfect. Was. Perfect. Uh, it was last year. It was low of fifty, high of sixty-seven. Fifty is a little chilly. No. Man. That's perfect. That's primo. Yeah. And Good race there was a little bit of wind, 10, 12, and it was actually out of the like the northeast, uh, north and east. Oh. So it would have been like, tail, home, tail, tail home. Home. Yeah. Oh. Uh, historically, though, it's usually like 70s, low 70s yeah. in the morning and up like mid to upper 80s in yeah. the afternoon. Usually it's a little bit less humid that time of year. Um, but the, the wind usually is out of the west. So there could be a tail or a, sorry, a headwind. Coming back in that mm -hmm. long stretch of Walnut Grove, that's more typical. But last year was knows, the complete yeah. opposite. Of course, with me and Caroline so. joke just on weather. Almost every time I come to Memphis, it rains. It rains. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't right rained yet this week since I've been here. But I kid you not, every other time I've come, it's rained, and I get emails from them. Oh, the par weather, it's the park is great beautiful. today. I'm like, of course because I'm not there so but don't worry we're getting the rain out of the way it's gonna there be a gorgeous go. day on October 2nd <laughs> Kate said she ordered it from Mother Nature so nice yes. well the, Kate is close. the good so part is if it does yeah. rain overnight it'll probably be a heck of a cool. lot cooler fair yeah. enough I've had I've been to events maybe two weeks after like mid mid-October where it rained that night and it was like 65 perfect. In the oh morning. yeah that's perfect mm. um yeah, so the the consensus is we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. We'll make the call on race morning. It seems to be the popular question. Yeah, in, uh, it's, it's all always. the Facebook groups. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just uh, keep your ears peeled in transition race morning, and we'll announce the water temp as soon as yeah. our team takes it. I go. would like uh, uh, the coach side of me be prepared to swim the course without a wetsuit. That's what we say. Exactly. Become prepared either yeah. way. Yeah. Bring bring your wetsuit. You know, if it's wetsuit legal and you don't want to, well, then great. You, you know, you could do either way unless it's super warm, which we don't anticipate it happening. So, yeah. So, um, 
transition area. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, is it going to be up on the hill? Mm. Like from like near the visitor center? Behind the visitor center? So it's more so closer to the stage, I would say. It's, so it's downhill. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's on a little bit of a slant. So before you get to that really top the of the hill. hill. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Um, so it's actually going to be right next to Expo. Um, okay. Yep. So it's a little bit shorter run from the water than I mm -hmm. originally thought. Mm -hmm. okay. I think it's about two-tenths of a mile. Three-tenths okay. of a mile. Yeah. Um, so I, I know Ironman like a lot of the transition areas are a little bit different mm -hmm. at different events. So like, what is this one going to look like? Is it all hanging racks? Mm. So it's going to be like a traditional triathlon. It's going to be put your gear at your, rack. at your stop. Yep. So, so no, we, no bags. Nope. So, well, so excuse me. So Ironman's not going to be providing any of the gear bags that we may do at Foles, like the plastic gear bags. Yep. We're not providing gear bags here. Mm -hmm. That's not to say you can't bring a backpack on race morning and just label it with your bib number and your name and keep it next to your to your rack you can bring a bag in we just ask that you be respectful of the space around sure. you yep so typical hanging racks you're going to set up your own transition area Correct. right there yep you're not going to have to like check in a a, a bike bag or a Correct. Run bag nope. right? okay Correct. so that in my opinion that's a whole lot easier a lot yeah. simpler mm -hmm. yep. um so so then like you're not going to have anybody like you're going to go and get your own bike just to make it clear. Yes. You're going to get your own bike. You're going to run into transition and drop your own bike. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Exactly. Got it. Yep. No change tents. Very, very traditional transition. Okay. If you, if you do want to change, obviously, please use a, a porta, portable toilet. Um, <laughs> no. just, just to make please. it very clear. <laughs> yeah. Please. Um, please. Yeah. So if you Some people violations. like to change. Yeah. We, Caroline's going to be getting contacted by people. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine the emails? Uh, uh, we nope. had a guy on uh, who's been in triathlon since the early 80s. And just some of the stories he had of like people, they used to just all go in one tent and change <laughs> everyone, guys, yep. girls. And it was like just free for all. I'm sure. And that, and nobody wore it wasn't that was back when nobody wore the same clothes. Yeah. For each leg. Like the same uh, tri kit. Or, yeah. Yep. So they wouldn't wear just one kit, and they would just go in there and change. <laughs> like, That's why the speedos that's were popular. Why. Yeah. Back then. Right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Less to take off. So that that pretty much clears up up transition areas. So let's let's kind of go into the the swim course. Mm -hmm. We'll just we'll just dive right into it. Um, I know the swim course has changed a few times mm -hmm. um and from what i from what i gather it was also strategically changed so that you're not sighting into the sun correct on that longest stretch yes yeah our swim course director i mean they're geniuses and he, he was just doing some calculations of the sunrise and the angle on race morning and he was like we don't they're gonna be sighting right into the sun and that's not a good experience so we just yeah. shifted thankfully with uh, the help of the park we just shifted the the exit actually worked out really well because they're exiting out on a boat ramp. So it's yeah. a really perfect landing, yeah. honestly, for a swim exit. So we're starting over near the FedEx. The FedEx Event Center. Center. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then it's you're going to go out toward the islands mm -hmm. and then make that first right turn. Yep. So that'll be like, so we're all, we're going clockwise. Yes. Swimming all clock, clockwise mm -hmm. except for the last little the last, stint yeah. in. Yep. Um, so... Long stretch, basically over to where we do our swim swim, cl clinics. swim clinics. Yep. yep. Um, which, by the way, if you haven't been to, 
I don't know why. Uh, Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings. Because they've all been reserved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. I heard you guys have had a great turnout. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Sunday mornings, 6 Email and 7 a.m. events at shellwefarmspark.com if yep. you are really desperate to get in. We, yeah. Those have been awesome. So we basically swim over to the, uh, the little jut or whatever you want to call it that we stage at for those. And then you kind of... Uh, make another like little soft turn that goes out to the far mm-hmm. backside of the the lake nearest the farm road entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, far yep. west side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... That's a um, nice long straight stretch. It is. And, it, you know, as far as swim courses go, the fewer turns, yep. the straighter, uh, longer straighter stretches, the generally the faster the course is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't foresee the wind being a big thing at that part in the morning. The The lake does tend to like... Get it gets windy. windy. Yeah. It gets really windy. Um, but That's every early. morning we've been out there, the it's early not mornings been are... bad at all. Mm. Um, so you get out to the far end of that of the lake, and you do another little short, a right turn, and then another right turn. And you're coming back toward basically the center of the lake, mm-hmm. where the amphitheater is, and and stuff like that. The boat rentals. And so basically, what you're saying is, once we kind of get back toward the boat rental area. Mm-hmm you'll hang a left, the only left turn, mm-hmm. and then head right in and and we're going to get out on the boat ramp? Yes. Awesome. Yep. That makes for a nice, easy, uh, gradual exit there. Yes, exactly. Um, what? So what um, distances are the sighting buoys? So the buoys are roughly 100 meters apart. So each is it is going to be like red turns and red yes red is red is turns and yellow and orange are siding buoys okay yep and you always want to keep the the buoy the turn buoys on your right yeah so your turn yep except for the last one except for the last one okay take it on your left (laughs) since we have so many right turns Mm -hmm. that'll suffice you'll figure it out yeah if you miss the last one (laughs) even if even if you keep it on your right the buoys will stop and if you keep swimming and there's no buoys (laughs) you've messed it up you've gone too far yep (laughs) um cool so like that again that seems like a very fast swim course because of the long straight stretches Mm -hmm. and um are we going to do like a self-seated start yes exactly so we call it a rolling start Mm -hmm. and ironman that's what the verbiage you're going to see in the athlete guide on the website um so athletes are going to self-seed themselves based on estimated swim finish time so when you're in transition, you'll hear, um, you know, the announcer saying, hey, if you're 25 to 27 minute swim, you know, head to the swim start. There'll be volunteers holding the time intervals, you know, nice and tall. So everyone can follow in line behind them. They'll walk up to the swim start and we'll just keep rolling. Um, we'll release a couple athletes every few seconds. So it's very staggered and, and spread out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes it, I, I always like. I'm a big fan of mass starts, wave starts, um, but a lot of people aren't. And mm-hmm. with, with obviously with COVID protocols and stuff like that, it yeah. makes it a little more sense to do these rolling starts. But um, I like it that there's more than one person in a group. You can go, what is it, up to three or so, like in a group to go off together. Yeah, correct. To, so that way you can at least have people to swim with and it's not just a like, straight line. You on your own. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for people who kind of um, are a little bit more competitive, you want to have that 
somebody to mm-hmm. to draft off of or to swim with, uh, you know, just even just to like get the competitive juices flowing a little bit. Here's yeah. Mm-hmm. Either by yourself, like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, no, that's, that's awesome that, that we can go off in small groups and everybody can kind of go early if they want to or wait if they want to. And... Exactly. Yep. You can see how you're feeling on your ability that morning and just, you don't have to pre-select it or anything yeah. like that. Yep. Sweet. So we'll jump to the bike course. This is where it's time, Brian, it's time to shine here, buddy. There you go. This yeah. is all I know. He's, he's got it. <laughs> I've been having time salivating over here waiting for time the bike course. <laughs> so um, bike course, it's right, it's like right at 56 miles, mm-hmm. maybe a smidge more. I don't know. GPS has always got uh, adds or subtracts a little. Mm-hmm. Um by our count, it's 2,200, 2,300 feet of elevation. So it's not, it's not a ton. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just kind of a rolling course. There's a lot of great flat sections. There's a lot of rolling sections mm-hmm. and there's maybe two, three, like longer hills that might take you what, Funston, like a couple yeah, minutes. Dep- yeah. I mean, yeah, they can be deceiving. So it's like yeah. for those that haven't ridden in, in Memphis before you end up with climbs that they aren't necessarily short enough that you can just power over them. But when you're looking at them, you're like, oh, well, that's short enough. I can power over that. And you start getting near the top and you're like, oh, I've gone way too hard for too long. So, <laughs> um, yeah, for a course like this, pacing yourself on some of those, especially the earlier climbs, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you're not going to find much that's over, I, w- I would say, two and a half minutes tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for any of the climbs on this course. Yeah. So, Daniel, cut over to the uh, actual map. So, like... You can basically see on the map. You can take me out of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get out of there. Yeah. You, you, you got to see on the map that we go pretty much way out uh, east mm-hmm. uh, into into Fayette County, yeah. essentially. Yep. Um, to Texas over there. And we do this te- yep. this this loop that's like kind of Texas. in the shape of Texas, uh, and then we basically come back in st- almost directly uh, west back into the back into the park. So. As far as the course goes, we get out of transition. Are we going behind, like on the path, the bike path behind the FedEx Center and then out onto Walnut Grove? We're going to be on Great View Drive. So when you go. The actual road. So we have to, so we're going to go west. Up up the hill to. Yeah. Yep, up the hill and then take a ride on Great View Drive East and go from Great View Drive East to Walnut Grove. So then down the hill. Oh, sorry. Well, there's a. There's a small hill at the very beginning of the bike. Yeah. Go yeah. On. So I was, I was talking about that hill, but yes, down the Great View Drive Hill. Gotcha. And then to okay. Walnut Grove. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. So transition up the little guy and then down down, down to Walnut Grove, yep. which will be fast. Yep. Um, that turn, the turn onto Walnut Grove will be will be pretty fast. It's not sharp. It's not correct. Um, and then you're gonna basically bomb out Walnut Grove mm-hmm. uh, to Walnut Bend. Yes. And so. The, so that's the, kind of the big difference that's over the, big the course change. thing that we mm-hmm. talked about last yeah. last time. Correct. The 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 previous course went out the north north out of the park and then went basically Appling or whatever it was over to Macon, and you we were we had to cross Germantown Parkway, which was yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, I didn't I just trusted you guys to figure it out. This but, is an improvement. Yeah. Yes. This is a much better <laughs> and they actually the the uh, repaved part of walnut yes. grove last year so it's mm-hmm. super smooth yes so um, very happy to see that so walnut bend is kind of rolling mm-hmm. yes 
it's it's it kind of trends up all yep. the way kind of all the way to Macon. Mm-hmm. Um, flattens out a little bit toward getting you, when you're getting close to Macon. Um, but it, for the most part, it's a fairly fast section yes. going north there. Yep. Um, is that going to be like closed or is that going to be like that? So Walnut Bend will not be closed. Okay. That's yeah, that's a neighborhood. Yeah, like, yeah, we, we can't familiar, shut that that's down. All neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, so we'll just put out you know standard bike race in progress signs, and we'll, we also send out mailers to all the residents that are impacted by the bike course, okay. so they'll see. The map, they'll see the roads that are actually impacted, the timelines and what have you. So uh, they'll be notified about a week in advance of the race as well. Gotcha. And there will be like at the stop signs and uh, that are there, is there going to be police, Correct. volunteers? Yep. It's both. Basically okay. every, any change of direction, um, any change in right of way, we have a law enforcement officer. Okay. Um, and every change of direction will also have a volunteer okay. acting as a pointer. Yep. Now, as a heads up, just because there's a police or a volunteer doesn't mean that traffic is going mm-hmm. to stop. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yes. keep your heads up. Don't assume that since it's an intersection, you can just bomb through. Yeah, rules yeah. of the road. Just be mindful. Be smart. Stay in your lane. Yeah. You know, be alert. If there's yeah. cones, don't go outside the cone line. Just follow, follow the course. Yep. Mm-hmm. So once you get toward the, the north part of of Walnut Bend, it kind of changes the the road name. Just changes. And it, it does changes into this Cully Road. Yes. And then you're basically gonna you're gonna go right into Macon. Yeah. And so once you take that right turn onto Macon. I mean, it's pretty flat. Macon is flat, flat until you get out past um, uh, when you go out. So you get towards Pisgah, really. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So you've There's got you've got several there. miles of mm-hmm. flat, fast mm-hmm. course there, and chances are that'll be tailwind. Um, and so once, yeah, it's once you get out past Pisgah, which is on Macon, Pisgah intersects it it's like a four-way stop yeah there's a little gas station and there's like a little tiny like barbecue joint on yep. the, on the mm-hmm. corner that might be cooking <laughs> uh, Maybe burn early down. that morning never know <laughs> um so once you pass pisgah it gets kind of rolling yeah mm-hmm. um so it rolls basically because you end up you end up going over 269 or whatever the the yes. loop is yep um so from pisgah to that point it's pretty rolling um, there's, there's maybe one in there that is long enough to kind of slow you down. Um, but it's nothing, nothing terrible. Mm-hmm. And, and if we have a tailwind, you're, you'll, you'll roll right over them. Um, the, like once you get over 269, you're getting the, the section from there all the way to 196 is flat. Yes. We yep. do that all the time. And yep. that is a speed zone. It is super fast. Yeah. Um, is the is there going to be an aid station on the corner of 196? Is that where? It's just after the left turn. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Just right so there. So that's the first aid? That's the first aid station. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. What mileage is that? You know? Off-hand? 16. Okay. Yeah. Roughly. Okay. Okay. So this is kind of where we're talking right here. If you're looking, if you're watching the video and you look at the map, you're going to take that left turn going north on 196. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially where it starts the Texas loop. Uh, so we're going north. Um, once you get on 196, it's pretty fast until you go, you'll go downhill a little bit, you'll cross a bridge. And then that's kind of where the first like, like hill roller, longer roller, I'm gonna that call almost, it, that call it a climb. You. Yeah, I yeah. think that one will definitely sting some folks. Yeah. yeah. That's that's one of like maybe the three that are uh, tough, and they kind of come they kind of come quick. They're kind of back to back. So 
you're going north, you're going to do this little climb, uh, and then it'll kind of flatten out, and you'll go downhill pretty quickly. Fast downhill, right. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to take a right onto this Canadaville loop. Um, and as soon as you take a right, it goes up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's kind of one of those ones that it's such a such a straight, long climb that you st- you're at the bottom, and you look up, and you're like, oh, man. Like, you can, you can kind of see the top. Yeah. But it's, it kind of just... <laughs> hits you in the face Mm -hmm. but it's really not that bad like it's just you know this is this is actually a a section where i would push like push harder to get up the climb quick because Mm -hmm. right as you crest the climb you have a really fast section yeah if it's tailwind i would push that but if it's headwind i would not i would not push that too hard i would settle in on that yeah because you come you basically come over it and it and it kind of goes from like pretty gradual down for mm-hmm. a mile or more mm-hmm. uh and it's 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 fast i mean yeah. we ride that loop a ton and that's kind of where we generally the hot spot starts if it's going to start <laughs> um at the bottom I would of the say, hill i'd say that right hander there i would say that's not an aero bar turn no would you tailwind no i would say no. most Sit most up. are going to want to come out of aero bar okay. on that on that so what we're talking about is once you get to the bottom you go over the 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 climb there you fly down this section and at the very bottom of there's a very sharp right turn Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that just it's still candeville loop but it just bends really hard to the right Um, if you're doing that corner probably sit up you know if you're at high speed um, it's kind of banked so if you're (laughs) rick and bob that thing i mean (laughs) I mean, I like going fast. Hey, uh, now you gotta be safe out there. Uh, be safe out there. Yeah. But if you're, if you can handle a time trial bike, you can probably take it in arrow. Uh, but use your best discretion there. Yes. <laughs> if you're going into it at thirty, I would probably not. Yeah. Stay arrow. It's not a velodrome bank. It's, it's not, not a velodrome. It's not, not going to keep you in the turn. <laughs> Uh, moving on moving on uh anyways so you go around the bend it's a hard hard right turn and then from there it it rises just a tiny little bit and then it's flat all the way to like the clay pond turn Mm -hmm. uh so that's a really fast section you take a left on the clay pond clay pond back east yeah Yeah, we're going back east east. so that's yeah we're going back east i'm not i don't have like a pointer here so um but the clay pond section, I would say, uh, in my opinion, is not the best pavement. It's like chip seal. No. It's a little yeah. bit. A little rough. Yeah. And it, it starts to get better the further you get down clay pond. Um, but basically, it's another one of those scenarios where the road, we go straight for a while and it rolls a little bit. And then it just bends hard to the right mm-hmm. again. Um that one's kind of on a slight uphill, so you can probably take it an arrow, no yeah, problem there. I would take that one arrow. Um, but once Clay Pond bends, it's like a straight shot south, and that's like that's like slightly rolling, probably nets down some even. Yeah. So that's pretty fast, all the way back to Macon. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, as you get further down, it, once it bends, it turns from Clay Pond into, into pain. But mm-hmm. um, once you get down to the end of that, you're you're taking a left going back back east on to Macon. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast section there as well. Yeah, especially if there's a tailwind. Yeah, I mean there it rolls. I mean it it rolls from that section. It's not bad. 
Uh, but I would say fast. It's a fast rolling section. Yeah. Um, going the other way, it's not so great. No. <laughs> but going east, it's it's pretty fast. Um, so when you're coming down Macon, you'll you'll end up at that split, that uh, 194 yeah. Macon split, mm-hmm. and there's like a little closed down gas station on the on the left. Um, and like straight away, if you're coming to the turn, there's like a little church. Um, but that like with police or whatever, there at that corner, yep. you should be able to roll that pretty, pretty fast oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. just yep. to, just to make that turn. Um, and then once you get past that, there's like a, um, you'll go, it's like a slight down. There's another like three-way intersection there's an old closed down gas station on the right there. Just Apparently, no one likes gas stations yeah. out in Macon, Macon Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, and there's another right hand turn. And at that point, you're now going south and you're on, uh, what is it, 194? Rossville. Yeah, yeah Rossville yeah. Road. Um, that section for a while is flat. Mm-hmm. Like it's. To start, yeah. Yeah, the start's pretty flat, but then it starts to roll. Um, there, I would say from that point, from the end of that flat section, that point on, that's where the course is probably the rolliest section. Until you get back on, basically, almost so you get back on Walnut Grove, it's it's a lot more rolly than the previous sections of the course. Yep. So, down, yeah, I'd say you're starting kind of the hardest segment yeah. once you get to that, yeah. that making right hand making turn. Yep. Because it's net course, rolling basically. up. If you yeah. got a wind from the southwest or from the west, you're getting hit with like a cross wind or cross yeah. headwind. Um, you feel like you should be carrying more speed on those rollers than you really are. Uh, so it's zapping, you know, it's kind of sucking the speed out of you. And then you're trying to push more because you feel like you should be going faster than you are. Um, but you don't really get any real recovery until the very end of that section. And it's yeah. probably a, I mean, when we rolled it with the tail, when the opposite way, the easier way, it was like a 10-minute section. So it's going to be that's, 15 plus. It's one of the longer sections yeah. of the course. Yeah. 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 So you'll get some recovery at the very end before you take the right onto Raleigh-LaGrange. It gets fast yeah. near the end. And oh, yeah. pavement gets, pavement's solid out there. Yeah, it's really it's, nice It's out nice there. It's out like, there. Yeah. yeah, it's Perfect. like flat. It rolls and it kind of nets up. And then yeah. it does some rollers that uh, kind of net down. And then that very last section before Raleigh, where the cows are. Yeah. There's all, it was, once you start seeing cows, <laughs> if you see the cows, it's coming. The right hand. If you see Rossville, coming. you went too far. Yeah. If you see Rossville, you went too far. <laughs> Way too far. Uh, but that, that last section is really fast coming into that turn. I would take advantage of the recovery there, and you're going to have recovery once you take that right onto Raleigh LaGrange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it starts getting very challenging once again. Yeah, with like can, rollers back to back, kind yeah. of net uphill rollers mm-hmm. to where you don't get real recovery on the downhill. You don't carry enough speed into the next roller. So it's again another tough section, kind of like you have on 194 heading south at Rossville Road. It's similar from there all the way almost to, to 196 again. Mm-hmm. Um, challenging section there. Yeah, so that turn too, because it's so fast, yeah. I would just be careful there. Uh, the, the pavement when you first get right on Raleigh is not great it's not yeah so once you're past maybe the first 100 yards of that it gets better but it's just that corner right by the farm is not not great mm-hmm. yeah and there's a few bridge crossings and stuff that you have yep. um lips there i think that's got some of the cracks that kind of run with the bridge nothing that would like suck your wheel or anything no, but just, just be aware of them. There. yeah yeah 
So Raleigh, like Brian said, once you're on Raleigh, pretty rolling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If especially if you're coming into a headwind, and you've yeah. got how many miles in the legs now? Yeah. I mean, you're what is that 30 point? Something, right? Thirty. That's about yeah, thirty-eight. I would say. Yeah. So I've I've got like mid Raleigh is like. 30, or sorry, excuse me, thirty-five. I would say. Yeah, it's thirty-five-ish. Yep. Uh, when and you we st- do have an aid station on Ross Rossville Road, one ninety-four as well. Aid station two is are okay, roughly so th- thirty-one. That's that. Uh, that is that at the church. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah, as you're going down, uh, we're kind of backing up on the course here. But once you're going down uh, Rossville Road, it's the that church is like right at the top, like the first or second roller. It's like it's like right there on the right. Mm-hmm. It's a big huge parking lot. So there, uh, there'll be an aid station there. Is that is there only two on the course? Three. There's three. Okay. We try to do every fifteen to seventeen miles. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Raleigh Grange rolls, and then you're going to um, you're going to end up going through a four way essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still on Raleigh Lagrange, but you're going to go through a four way stop, and right after that four way stop is probably the fastest you'll go on the whole course. It goes bombing straight downhill. It's not very long, maybe quarter not even a quarter mile yeah, or so sure super sure. but it's just steep and you go down and then you go back up the other side so if you're coming down it i would try to carry as much speed as you can and it'll it'll most of the time it'll get you over the next hill yep. without really having to work for it um and that's like i said it's just right after that four-way stop it'll go down and then back up yeah um once you're over that a couple little rolls and then um you'll the top of one of the rollers uh, which will probably be one of your slower, slower sections. I this don't know is, what it is. This about is that. one of the deceptively toughest parts of this course. Yeah, is that before you take the right hander to go to Fisherville, like it's a grinder up. There's the church yeah. there on the right, and then you like take the right, and it still goes up, and then you got like another little kicker right after that, and then it's just a you feel like you should be going a lot yeah faster than you than you are. I I would not spike. Uh, my heart rate up through there. Like you're going to pace yourself through that. Don't get sucked into yeah. thinking, wow, I should be going mm-hmm. faster. Cause Fisherville's, this is the harder direction to ride Fisherville yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're going to get some recoveries on those downhills, but uh, the back end of Fisherville is going to be tough with, with a couple of uh, kicker hills at the end of that. Yeah. So you don't want to spike your heart rate super high going into that section or you're going to be, mm-hmm. you'll be feeling that later. No, like none of the rollers on this course, like plateau, they always have a downhill or a reprieve right after. Um, so you don't like, while you don't want to like crush yourself and spike, spike your heart rate on every roller, um, you can, you can carry good speed into them and push if it's, if it means topping the hill a little faster, you can push into them because you're almost always going to get, like a reprieve not too long afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Brian said, Fisherville has some good rollers. Um, you're going to basically come up a little like uh, roller and it kind of bends left and then it gets super fast again going into a left turn yeah, on the monitor. you got to be careful and on off that off camber. Yeah. yeah, off camber. Yeah. This is not, this is that. banked the wrong way. This is, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're coming down, you're coming down Fisherville, left turn on a Monterey, it's, it's fast because you're going to be going fast into it. Um, so just be, be careful there. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back on Monterey, um, Monterey does like a little like chicane thingy 
Um, and sometimes there's some gravel on the inside of that turn. Mm -hmm. uh, so right after you get onto Monterey, you'll kind of like pass, you're going to do a little bend under, I guess there's a bridge there. 385. Um, yeah, under the bridge, and that's kind of where the gravel has always been, if if there is any. Um, roll some more. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the story of this whole course. Yeah, it's just yeah. second half. Yeah, roll some more. Keeps rolling. Um, and they're, they're punchy climbs. So, like, if you've mm -hmm. been doing a lot of steady state stuff and you haven't done anything that works some zone four, zone five, like it's gonna, yeah, it's going to hurt your legs by now. Um, like. Folks that are used to steady state and then come and have to do this punchy stuff, you're you're going to be feeling it by by Monterey. Yeah, it's and just the number of the times that you have there. to put out big mm -hmm. power. Yeah, uh, it's not that the overall load of the course is that great, but it's just if you're not used to putting how, out yeah. pretty big power, you know, several times and recovering from it, you'll probably your legs are going to feel it yeah. a whole lot more. Pro tip: I would shift a lot on this course yes. like don't be afraid to shift a whole ton yes. or you're going to be cranking this massive gear thinking you're near the top of a little climb and you're yeah. not and gonna it's gonna it's gonna mess with you yeah okay. so you'll come up to another on monterey you'll come up to another four-way and you're going to take a left on reed hooker yep and we yes. will we'll refrain from any jokes about that just uh, before that turn, there's the, la the third and last aid stations, roughly mile 43. Okay. Right outside uh, Monterey Farms, the development out there. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, and this is all open open course of traffic, correct? Correct, okay. except for the Walnut Grove piece. Okay. From um, okay. Germantown Parkway to back to the park, right? okay. you drive east. But yes, so rules of the road, be mindful. You know, obviously okay. we're going to yeah. put signs out and have law enforcement out there to make it as safe and secure as possible, but... There, there will yeah. be vehicles present. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So taking the left turn on Reed Hooker, you it's a little punch, little mm -hmm. gut punch hill there. I would push uh, that one. Since you're, yeah, it's really short, but since you've already like slowed down to take the left yeah. turn, it's a little bit, a little bit longer. Um, but that section going that direction is pretty fast. So yeah, till the very end. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna net down until yeah, the very end of it, and then you'll take the right turn back on Raleigh, um, and. You actually end up missing you, you two of the managed, harder climbs. You guys really. managed to skip out on the two hardest hills. Yeah. Raleigh the Green Hill area. and Monterey Hill. I know. Yes. Been, yeah, we, took, we changed that it. That was nice of y'all. Yeah. yeah, we try. So <laughs> once you southern get, hospitality yeah, uh, you being know. put into play here. <laughs> once you get back on Raleigh, the rollers there are actually pretty fast. That section coming back in. Yep. Some tight turns here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple hard like left hand turns, mm -hmm. um, but. Yeah, from Overall, there all the way to Canales to, to yeah, Houston fast. Hill. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the more fun, yes. flowy. It's very yeah. pretty too. Yeah. A lot of tree cover and it's nice. There's yeah. some Yeah. I've always liked that section. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's And then you take the right on to at the at Houston Hill and it's down fast downhill yeah. all the way. Well we're going we're going the left we're going right behind Briar. To the north. Crest. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, is, which is also downhill. Yes. So downhill yeah. all the way to Houston Levy. Yeah. So and Raleigh right turn. Um, I haven't ridden that road a whole lot, um, but last I was Pretty on flat it, the, right there. The, Houston Levy. Yeah. This no, the uh, that the Houston Hill section. Oh, pretty flat. Uh, or it's still Raleigh. Well, I it's guess still Raleigh Lagrange, technically. But yeah. it's all it's downhill. You're going to be downhill yeah. till the very yeah. end, all the way to Briarcrest to Houston yeah. Levy. It's going to be yeah. fat. Like it's fast. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're back on Walnut Grove and. Yeah, and then you're on Houston Levy for a short time. 
left back on Walnut Grove. And so now you're back on that straight yep. uh, east-west, I mean, going right straight to the park. It's, oh. I don't know, where. what point is that? If right that's there? headwind, that's going to be a tough section too. So the last, what do you know what the mile marker is when you get back on Walnut Grove? I want to say roughly 48. Okay. So it's a solid six like... Uh, Six-ish. Six to... I think yeah. my memory serves me correctly. Six to eight miles back to the park, straight mm -hmm. shot. Yeah. Um, so when you get on Walnut Grove, the, the early part of it rolls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then... Once you get, I guess, I mean, it kind of flattens out a little bit. And then once you get back toward Germantown Parkway, it kind of nets up some more. That's yeah. gonna, it's going to be a tough section, yeah. Yeah, especially into a headwind. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying we get one, but historical <laughs> weather data, Farmer's Almanac says. Uh, I would hope for a wind from the east if I were uh, anyone racing yeah. this. Yeah. Because if you're fighting headwind all the way, all the way home from... <laughs> From 194, so, that's, a, that's a grind. Uh -huh. So, like like I said, it goes, kind of goes, you have to go over a bridge. It goes over um, Germantown Parkway. Yeah, so there's that's a, a little bit of a grind. That's climb. a bit of a grind. Yep. Um, and then the section from there, there back to the park is fast. Yeah. Yeah. Straight shot. Um, so when we get back into the park, do we have to go back up the hill? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so we come back into the park, and then the hill, the little, this kicker, man, you guys threw that one in. Well, check out the two hard ones. We got a kicker. That, yeah. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> Just to spike the heart rate right before you go run. Now I know where our cheering section is going to be set up. Yeah, Kicker hill? Go. Right on that hill. Um, so you come that's back into the That's where you're going to see the buffalo? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we go, we're going up the hill, uh, and then back to transition. Pretty, yep. pretty much in there. Um it's a downhill transition, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, <laughs> that down. Shake, shake the legs out a little bit, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, overall, like overall impression of the course is it's all it's like all the best roads that we ride all the time. So yeah. great. Mm -hmm. uh, the road surface for the majority of it is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. really. Is. Um, there's just a couple little patches here and there. Um, it's going to be rolling, but again, you, whatever you might lose on a grind, there's usually some like help on the other side mm -hmm. of it. Um, but like Brian said, if you haven't prepared yourself to do some punchy efforts kind of over and over and over, just kind of getting, uh, you know, topping, we'll say topping the rollers, then you're probably, your legs probably won't feel as good when you get back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... I know when we have initially did this uh, layout of the uh, of the course, Brian and I were both like, "This course, easy." <laughs> Essentially, what we said was like, "Yeah, if you smash that hill and you carry speed, yeah. you're going to have speed over the other side. Yeah. You're going to get to recover. But if you aren't smashing each hill, you're going to have to get back up to speed. These yeah. aren't like you crest the hill and it puts you up to 30 miles an hour. Uh, so if you crest the hill at 15 or 12 or 10." you're not getting up to 20 probably by the next one. So mm -hmm. you end up feeling like you should be getting recovery, but you're not. Yeah. And so mentally it can wear on you. So just be prepared for I've rode it a little bit more since then. And mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, it's, it's rolly. It's, it, is. it is rolly. It's, it's challenging, but not devastating. Yeah. Don't just look at the elevation gain of 22, 2300 yeah. feet yeah. and think, okay, it's going to be 
that should be a pretty easy course. It's gonna it's gonna zap the legs some. Yeah. Cool. So let's jump to the run. Hey, we're back at the park, Caroline. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Caroline's back at the combo. <laughs> and I'm out. And Brian's out. <laughs> sub in. We're subbing in. <laughs> Caroline's yeah. subbed in. Brian's out. All right. So um, I think I you know I've ran this loop of trillion times at this mm-hmm. point, and um, I, I've kind of sw- changed my attitude toward the two courses. Like I feel like the I I, I initially felt like the, the run course would be a little more challenging, but the more I've ran it the more I realize it's, there's just a couple little tough sections yeah. and the rest of it's fast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start at, back at transition, obviously. Yep. Um, and then we start basically a clockwise loop around the lake. Mm-hmm. And that is flat as it gets. Yep. And that's what, <laughs> what's the what's the lake loop? It's like oh, two miles? 2.3. Yep. So we almost get all the way around the lake. So you'll be at like mile two before yep. you finish the lake loop. Mm-hmm. On the far side of the lake, we're going to get out on the road, and then that kind of there's a little bit rolls yeah, up, but it's not even an up enough to really slow you down, and it kind of goes a little down on the other side of it um, toward. Switch this to the map, Daniel. So like, kind of around the Hyde Lake Boathouse, when you get back to the boathouse. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take a left and kind of run up a hill mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. on the Chickasaw Trail. Yep. Um, and so once you get on the Chickasaw Trail, the trail itself is mostly flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's there's decent shade yeah. uh, in a lot of sections. Um, it's, you Maybe know, see the buffalo? You yeah. Could, you Maybe could see, see the, the buffalo. buffalo. Yeah, so the buffalo roam right, uh, right around here. Yeah. Yeah. And then up to that oh, next lake. Oh, back over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where I'll be singing, oh, give me a home. <laughs> yeah. For all the uh, <laughs> passerbyers. So Chickasaw Trail, very flat. So there was there was a gra- kind of a gravel loop there was. on the course. Yeah. Correct. That's been taken out, mm-hmm. um, which, I don't know, I liked it, but, you know, You're whatever. one person, Dale. Um, I'm the only person. You don't speak for the majority. <laughs> um, so we used to go around this Chickasaw Lake on the gravel. That's no more. You're going to stay on the path and then take a left to stay on the Chickasaw Trail. If you miss, or tar- take a right. If you miss the right turn, you're going to end up in downtown. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, or the, or the pen over there. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. 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 Uh, so Chickasaw Trail is like very, like when you, when you get on the backside of it, very light rollers for a little while. I mean, barely enough to slow you down type of thing. Um, and it's not until you get like back toward the um, the cross country course where it actually does a little down S-band. and up. Yeah. And that's the one that for some reason that's the one that everyone worries about. But it is super fast down, and then the uphill is like so short you'll be up at no time, and then it's pancake flat again for a little ways. Yep. So it's just full gas right there. I mean. Really, it's not. It's it is the least of your hill worries on this course. Are you allowed to just cut out that whole swoop section there, the S bend? Just run, just run, run straight right. to the top. <laughs> just run, yes. run some tangents there. Yeah, yeah. No. it's a little more than tangent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a 
We call it cutting the course. Yeah, uh, that's what we call yeah, it. Don't do yeah, that. don't, don't do that. <laughs> we'll catch you. We have timing mats on there. <laughs> <laughs> a strategical place timing mat we at the do. top and bottom. Uh, do you? Don't have, I don't know where they're going to be, but we'll have them up That's there. awesome. So we've got, so once you do the up and down, it's like, and it's flat. Um, and so previously the course cut back and stayed on the Chickasaw Trail. Correct. Um, and now we're oh, just going to park, right? It used to go to the park. Behind yeah. the playground. Yeah. 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 It, it did sorry. go behind the playground, which, uh, cutting that out, cut out one little punchy hill that yeah. we had to do. Yep. Um, but we're going to, we're going to run all the way out to great view. Is there like it, is there like a little extension to that or is it we're like almost running to the road to to Mullen it, station it's just kind of the way the map looks it's like yeah. kind of an extension but you're just following the same road okay yeah 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 so yep. you're just running the path all the way out to Correct. great view gotcha. yeah it looks like a really sharp turn but it's more of like a curve around now feed yeah. stations on the run are they going to be what's the spacing on about a mile we'll have seven okay out, out on there um and seven? actually just before that turn onto great view drive that's where the tri-club village is yeah. going to be so lots of support and, okay. and cheering out there um, but yeah, well, so we'll have six, um, fully supported aid stations. So, you know, water, cola, Gatorade, Red Bull, pretzels, et cetera. And then we'll have one seventh one. It's just going to be water just because the spacing in between two of them is relatively short. So, okay. Okay. um, yeah, about every mile, 1.2 miles. Yep. And you, and repeat what you, what is going to be on yeah. course. Forever? Yeah. So we'll have water, Gatorade, pretzels, chips, um, Red Bull, cola. Did I say, yes, I think that's right. Is there going to be? Any I feel like I may have said something. Is there going to be any gels or? Yes. Yeah, so we'll, or... yep. So we have um, quet, not uh, quantum energy bars, and we have uh, Mart Martin Morton. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Martin. Yeah. We have those bars um, okay. as well. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. So we're so when you get on Great View, that's it's kind of downhill. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a net downhill to the playground essentially. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then there's a little bit of it. There's a hill there, um, going back, getting back up a little bit, um, yeah. to the, that Pine Lake drive. Um, that's where you're going to, you're still going to see the, the, um, playground. Mm -hmm. We're just not going to run behind it like yeah. we were that was, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning was for the change, but that was a pretty narrow, it was a pretty very narrow, narrow path. and it all would also interrupt, um, everything at Go Ape because that's yeah. their adventure course as well. There you go. So we were, you know, want to be good partners and work with them and not, you know, if we don't have to impact, we don't want to sure. create any impact. The, 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 I mean, to be honest, the hill on, uh, Great View is a little bit more gradual than mm -hmm. the one that goes behind the playground. It's pretty, pretty punchy. Yep. Um, so once you get, once you get up that hill though, you go back downhill, yep. um, all the way to, um, I guess you're getting back on the Chickasaw. Is it's that a, still Chickasaw? It, it, it's not the Chickasaw, but it is by the little, like, it's a little pond. I call and that if you lily run pad it, lily pad. Lily, yeah, yeah it, we call it the lily pads. Lily pad yeah. lane? Mm -hmm. yeah. You can call it the lane. That's what I call I like it. it. Okay, that's pretty. So it is very lily pads. It is. I like it you then. will you will go by a pond with the largest lily pads you've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in your entire life. Yeah. You'll feel like you could stand on one if you yeah. wanted to. Uh, so that stretch flat, flat as can be. Uh, it's it's fast <laughs> flat. Um, at the end of that, you'll bend back around and you'll kind of dump back on the trail, the trail. Um, yep. which then goes downhill. Um, but at the bottom of that, once you get to the bottom, there is probably one of the harder hills. Um, and it's not, it's just steep. It's not really yeah. long. It's just mm -hmm. steep. It'll slow you down. 
but you know, just think about you know pushing backwards down the hill, you know, keeping your uh, keeping a good cadence, pumping with your arms, and you'll be up it in no time. Mileage wise, um, where are we at there? Uh, like going up that hill about five, five and a half, yeah, yeah, yeah five and a quarter. quarter. Yeah, yep. Okay. So once you get to the top of that, it kind of bends back on itself. And you're on this road that's like an exit only mm-hmm. road. It's a um, one way. It's, yeah. yeah. And it's flat, uh, flat as can be, basically. Um, when you get to the end of that stretch, uh, that, in my opinion, is the worst hill on the whole course. Yeah. Uh, I call it gut punch hill. Uh, and it's really just because of the placement so of it. So, not long after Lily yes. Pad Lane, we're going to have gut punch hill? Yeah. <laughs> Lily Pad Lane to gut punch hill. Good. Uh, you're going to take the left and it's, I mean, it's not that long. No, it's pretty quick. It's not that long. It's just like steep and like enough to like, you can't really push it. Like you can't just smash it and be done with it. Um, it's a little longer than you'd want to like go that hard. So you just kind of have to just know you're going to be slow for a couple minutes and get up to the top of that. Um, when you get to the top of the hill, you're like right there by like the old amphitheater and like the little like workout mm-hmm. yep. area where disc golf course yeah. starts. Yeah. Yep. And you'll take a left there and then you're back on like North Pine Lake yeah. drive yeah. on the road. That is from that point is the best part of the course. Yeah. Cause that it winds and it's, it's all pretty. net downhill. Do you have a name for it? Um, uh, winding, <laughs> winding downhill lane. Fast lane? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's the fast lane. Winding way. Uh, so like that's like that that's got to be what it's at that mile six or something yeah mile six something like that coming up on six yeah, so 5. like the 9. entire like ha- last like half mile or a mile or whatever it is of the of each loop is mm-hmm. net downhill yes mm-hmm. it is and it gets steeper down as you get closer to the bottom Does. which is awesome it's awesome uh so <laughs> sounds like a roller coaster yeah it does so what so that's one loop essentially yeah, at the bottom correct. of that hill. That's one loop. When you get to the bottom of the hill and start the second loop, are we just staying? We're just like going on the path and like winding down near the boathouse and then back yeah. on the lake loop. Yep. So you're going to cross Gravy Drive, go straight. Uh, we're calling it, you know, hot corners. We have those two hot corners. One, yeah, there's right where that is. Tight. Then, yeah, yeah, by Chickasaw Trail. And then uh, you'll take a left. Yeah, to go towards the boathouse and go around the okay. lake again. Yep. And then you go, you're going to go just basically repeat it all over again. Correct. Yep. And the only, the only change is like when you get to the bottom of the hill that last time, you take a left. And you're yeah. in the finish line. And there's a little tiny hill yeah. going yeah. up to the finish line, <laughs> but it's not going to matter. because The finish line arch will be like before the crest of the hill. We're not yeah. going to make you run up the <laughs> hill to get into the finish line. Yeah. What would be good is if you could just um, put the finish line <laughs> all the way at the top. Yeah. And for Swing those, left isn't that the highest point in, in Shelby County or something like that? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Is that true? Oh, I should know that. It is now. It is now. Yeah, so it totally is. I'm calling no uh, fact checker. Uh, I'm going to say that's not the high point in Shelby <laughs> County. <laughs> One of the higher points. <laughs> One of the higher points, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, overall, the course, the run course is not devastating. It's not... I mean, there's so much more flat than there is hill. There's plenty of downhill to to take reprieve and and to help you gain back time. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I think this is probably one of the faster run courses that I've I've seen mm-hmm. been on. Uh, so, if you're a spectator, where would you recommend them 
station on this. Ooh. I mean, look at all, like, Literally, you're looking yeah. at the map. Anywhere. Look at all the yeah. places you yeah. could You could be. get a lawn chair and place it somewhere and just yeah. rotate your chair mm-hmm. at, yeah. all day, you know, from the swim to the bike start to the, yeah. to the yeah. run. Uh, there, you really can't go wrong, honestly. I mean, I'll... Yeah, and there's so since you're doubling up, but then even over at Pine Lake at the where Go Ape is, like you can yeah. see yeah. one side twice and just yeah. on that same yeah. road, and it's really there. not that far. It yeah. looks like it's a little, but it's, no, it's not. You Plus, yeah, you got all the activities there. You got yeah. The, the, yeah. the playground and everything. Right everything. There. Even if yeah. you're on a paddleboard and high lake, you'll still see them yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can't yeah. go wrong. I mean, if you you could also jump on a jump on one of the city bikes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You could be all over the yeah. all over Battered the course yep. in no time. Um, so awesome! I mean, I, I'm honestly I'm psyched for this this event. Yeah, and, me too. Um, for those of you who are listening who have never crossed the Ironman finish line, it is a whole different experience. Uh, it's it's very there. It's a show. It's it is. A, it's a uh, yeah. It's What's your cool. biggest tip, Dale, on uh, crossing the finish line? <laughs> don't waste your finish line photo. <laughs> uh, we don't need these crappy, like, I'm turning off my garment. Oh, yeah, we got a lot or, of like, uh, yeah. that sort of thing. Eh, my arms in the, I didn't even get my arms all the way up. Uh-huh. No. We need, like, <laughs> we don't we need, need a T-Rex arms. We yeah. need heel clickers. Heel we clickers. Need yes, yes. All please. kinds. We need cartwheels. Just make sure you land on the soles of your shoes, not like on the side yeah. of your foot yes, and break we, your ankle. Don't, don't do that. Don't we do want that. good finish line photos. Yes. Folks. I think this could be another uh, podcast where we just talk about how just to finish execute line. Yes. finish line photos. properly cross an Ironman finish line. Proper finish line technique. 100%. Awesome. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys giving your time coming out here, talking about the race, the course. Anything uh, we missed? Anything you guys want to add? Um, we will have awards and 70.3 World Championship slot allocation okay. after the race. Um, yeah, those will be at um, the stage on Shelby Farms lawn. We're going to have a band come out, which we don't normally see at Ironman. It's usually pretty yeah. informal, you know. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a band out there, which we're really excited about, you know, to play for a couple hours and hype nice. people up, congratulate everyone. Is there going to be um, food trucks and stuff like that? We're working or? on it. Yeah, we'd like to get some food trucks out there. There okay. will be athlete food um, when you finish. One and only barbecue is going to cater it. So mm. we do have a vegetarian option um, and we will have like a pulled chicken sandwich um, as well. So good barbecue food waiting for you at the finish line. Um, as well as the band starting about two thirty on race day, so okay. awesome. that'll be really cool. Nice, yeah. But I think that you guys got it. Yeah, I would say the I Love Memphis blog, like us locals, yes. use that all the time, yeah. and like they're gonna have everything that's happening in the weekend too. Yeah, so. awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome week, and we're what <laughs> at this point in time, fifty three days. Seven weeks, counting? right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fifty three days. Yeah. And uh, just one more shameless plug. Please sign up to volunteer. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> now, is the race sold out? The race is sold out. Okay. Yes. Yep. Total participant number is? That's roughly 3,000. That's amazing. So everyone's That's been awesome. re- registered yeah. for so long yeah. um, since we opened it and sold out in 2019, early 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People have been moving around, transferring, deferring, et cetera. So it's hard to say uh, mm-hmm. based on attrition what we're going to see. But yeah. we're planning for about 3,000. Um, That's cool. Yeah. We're, I can't wait. It's a big yeah. race. It's, <laughs> it's going to be so great. And Memphis, everyone in the, the park community I've excited. encountered has just been unbelievable. Like the support from every which way, everyone I that I encounter. I think, um, you know, we're biased, but I think you're going to see Memphis show out 
for yeah. for they already events. are everyone's yeah. like what can i do how can we get yeah. involved yeah. it's just i couldn't ask for anything more it's just it's it's great and if Wonderful. you own a food truck and you don't jump on this opportunity yeah yeah uh, if someone has a food truck do they just contact you caroline or what do you want us to do uh, they can contact me. Yeah. Give them my email. Okay. Yeah, if you get emails, yeah. just forward it on to me. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Want to get local businesses out yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Give back to the community. Oh, on that note, <clears throat> we're also um, working with JJ Greer at Memphis Tourism yeah. to push out what we're calling the I am local. It's the I with the M dot local. Okay. Um, we're gonna. I'll send out a form to local businesses um, using the Memphis Tourism database, and essentially, if businesses just want to, you know, get some exposure to be in our athlete guide on our website or offer you know, a free appetizer or, you know, yeah. discounted gym pass for a day for our, our athletes and families and friends to use it. Um, we're starting that program as well. So that will hopefully drive a lot of economic impact more so than we already are doing. Um, awesome. So that, that's really cool for local businesses to get involved in as well. And did we forget to say that St. Jude is the... St. Jude oh is the name sponsor. <laughs> wow. Like, how did we do that? St. Jude is the name sponsor. And so a yes. lot of the athletes will be yeah. fundraising for the kids at St. Jude to, and when they yeah. run the race for them. They're raising $500,000 at this race alone for St. Jude. Yeah, so that's it's, awesome. it's, that's un, awesome. it's unbelievable. Yeah. We, so support your athletes yeah, in that way too. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yeah. St. Jude, Jude is another one of our... Crown Jewels. Yeah, uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah, and they've been great partners. They're they're awesome to yeah, have on board. We've, we've supported them as hard as we can for mm-hmm. as long as we've been around. So yep. Yeah, if you're uh, if you have a hero out there yes. racing, support your heroes. Special support shout them. out. Yeah. Awesome guys. Well, we appreciate everyone hanging out, listening, watching. We'll catch you guys next time. Adios. <laughs>